Chapter 9 Saul, still breathing out threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and requested letters from him to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, either men or women, he would bring them in chains to Jerusalem. As Saul came near Damascus, suddenly a light from the sky flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul said, Who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Get up and enter the city and then you will be told what you have to do. The men traveling with Saul stood speechless, hearing the voice, but seeing no one. Saul got up from the ground, and though his eyes were open, he could not see anything. They led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. He was without sight for three days and had no food or drink. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He responded, Yes, Lord, here I am. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to Straight Street and inquire at the house of Judas for a man named Saul from Tarsus. He is praying, and in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and laying his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias replied, Lord, I've heard from many people about this man, about how much harm he did to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to put in chains all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, because he is my chosen instrument to carry my name before Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias departed and entered the house. After he laid his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with Holy Spirit. Immediately something like scales fell from his eyes, and he regained his sight and got up and was baptized. He ate some food and was strengthened. For several days Saul stayed with the disciples in Damascus. Immediately in the synagogues, he began to herald Jesus, saying, He is the Son of God. All who heard him were amazed and said, Is this not the one who in Jerusalem destroyed those calling on this name? And now he has come here intending to bring them in chains before the chief priests. Saul kept gaining strength confounding the Jews living in Damascus by proving 
that Jesus is the Messiah. After several days, the Jews made a plan to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul. They were watching the gates day and night in order to kill him, but his disciples took him at night and let him down through a hole in the wall, lowering him in a large basket. When Saul came to Jerusalem, he tried to associate with the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and explained to them how Saul had seen the Lord on the road, that Jesus had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had spoken boldly in the name of Jesus. And Saul stayed with them, moving about freely in Jerusalem, speaking out boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and disputed with the Greek-speaking Jews, but they were trying to kill him. When the brothers heard about this, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. So the churches throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed peace and were being built up. As they continued in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, their numbers continued to increase. As Peter was traveling throughout the whole region, he came also to the saints living in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years because he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Messiah heals you. Get up and make your bed. Immediately he got up. Everyone living in Lydda and Sharon saw him, and they turned to the Lord. In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha, or Dorcas in Greek. This woman's life was continually full of kind works and charity. At that time she became sick and died. When they washed her body, they laid her in an upstairs room. As Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples in Joppa, hearing that Peter was in Lydda, sent two men to him, imploring him to come to them without delay. So Peter got up and went with them. When he arrived, they brought him into the upstairs room. All the widows were standing by him, weeping and showing him all the clothes which Dorcas used to make while she was still with them. But Peter sent them all out and knelt down and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, get up. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and raised her to her feet. Calling the saints and widows, he presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for many days with a tanner named Simon.